welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Honestly Speaking Podcast. If you're just joining us, write a review, hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, help us grow. Today in the booth, we got our dear friend Devon Douglas, who we met Devon while she was the Chief Resilience Officer for Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, most recently, she was the Director of Community and Engagement for Harris County in Houston, Texas. Uh, currently, she is running a DEI consultancy called Aurora Advising and working with a lot of corporate clients. Today, we get into a lot of things. Uh, and I got to be honest, I was mainly a listener or an audience member while G and Devon just shut it down. Uh, we covered Devon's mini movement happening on Clubhouse where she organizes daily affirmations five days a week for listeners that want to tune in. Uh, we also get into spirituality, uh, religion, and toxic positivity. So kick your feet up and listen up. absolute pleasure to have you this morning. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure to be here. And, you know, I know we're taking you away from uh, your Clubhouse Affirmations. But anyway, for those who are listening, we have Devon Douglas on. She's a dear friend of the pods. Uh, she's down in Houston by way of Tulsa, but originally St. Louis. We knew her when she uh, first when she was uh, the Chief Resilience Officer for the city of Tulsa. Uh, she then moved to, to a similar role for Harris County uh, as the Director of Community Engagement and now has her own firm, Aurora Advising. We're definitely going to talk about some of that, but like we also just want to kind of have some fun with this one and get a little bit real. And honestly, I was on one of uh, Devon's um, morning affirmation clubhouse talks, and I really just would love to kick it off there and just talk about this like little mini movement you have going on. Uh, on Clubhouse, these affirmations. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, thank you, first of all, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, and yeah, I am, uh, I created um, a club on Clubhouse, Imagine and Initiate. Um, Imagine and Initiate is all about imagining and initiating um, a new uh, present and future for Black and Brown folks um, across the world, right? Started off small, we have book club readings, uh, but the most uh, attended or the most consistent thing we have are our morning affirmations for the culture every 9 a.m., uh, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And basically what we do is, and my goal for these morning affirmations is to make people understand that um, affirmations, that this type of language, manifestation, that these types of prayers, uh, what have you, um, these types of words, they're already built into who we are as people. Affirmations and manifestation, this is not something that was created by white people. This is not something that's far and distant from us. This is in our blood. It is in our music. It is in the way we preach. It is in the way we teach. Um, and so it is important that we bring those affirmations closer and that we recognize how close it is to us. And we see that in everyday life. So part of what I do um, to make it seem uh, very close is we do affirmations from rap, hip hop, R&B, battle rap. Uh, we, yesterday we did um, Disney affirmations and talked about some of the language and some of the, the negative things um, that, that Disney movies present for black and brown folks, colorism, that type of thing, but also the words of Rafiki. I think the one that we all took away from yesterday, our favorite was, 
it is time, right? So um, using that as a mantra or an affirmation. And then beyond just speaking the affirmations, we have a discussion. We talk about why it's difficult to believe these things and why it's difficult to live lives as uh, Black folks, uh, what it looks like to affirm things in ourselves when the world tells us that those things are not true, um, or the world says that some things are true about us and they want to make it seem like it's a negative thing, but we believe it to be a positive. It's, a, in fact, our superpower. Uh, one of those things for me is like, uh, Black people are so loud. Right. Okay, good. Then you need to be able to hear me. Then hear me listen to me. If I'm so loud, listen to what I have to say, right? Um, so so those are the kinds of things that we're doing there. I I love that room. Um, I love learning from people. I, I've had battle rappers, some big name battle rappers come in and um, hang out with me in there. And um, MC Jen, uh, Quest McCody are some of the ones, uh, Sway Seva, um, just some really great people coming in and talking and like, hey, you know, this has been my experience. I've had some of these men say to me, self-care I've never even considered that like how does a how does a man do self-care and teaching that to them and, and other men helping learn and other women and non-binary folks like learning from each other it's just been a great experience and I'm so thankful to Clubhouse and this new type of social media where we can really really dig in and connect with people uh so yeah that's that's morning affirmations for the culture in a nutshell uh Devon Doug, hosted by Devon Douglas with two s's like dessert not desert that's uh, how we kick it off uh every Monday through Friday <laughs> I um I'm like sensing a lot of energy off of you and from you and I might be wrong but like this energy is kind of like giving me rapid ascension vibes so I'm I'm curious if the affirmations um some of the other work that I've been seeing you do on social media um was this a result of a, a rapid ascension or did something happen in the last year or two to kind of get you on this path and what was that yeah thank you for asking that a couple of things so I left Tulsa uh to to set out into the world and I moved to Houston and less than a year after I moved down to Houston I was fired mm. um and there was no cause there is no reasoning behind it it was simply we're moving in a different direction wow um, and I was crushed. I was heartbroken. Um, and then right after that, I had his carriage mm. and I remember thinking, and then the person that I was dating broke up with me and told me that losing our child was my fault. Mm. And I remember thinking, I'm so sorry. If I've, thank you for that. I really thank you for that. Um, when I think about all that I lost my job, my relationship, my daughter, um, I, I just, I, I felt like life really, like, what's the meaning of my life? You know, we live in a capitalist country. Um, and so, you know, your work is a lot of how people see you and how they value you. Um, I am, um, a cisgendered woman having, and having children is how people value you, how, how you are connected to a man is how people value you. So I was feeling valueless and I had to, in a very real way, counteract that belief because it was taking up so much space in my world. I couldn't even move throughout my home because I felt the pressure of those lies. The lies were taking up more space in my space. Um, and so I had to figure out a way uh, to clear those out. And what I learned, I 
fully believe that darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. And so I had to find something that was the exact opposite of what I had experienced. And so um, I do this for free because I am the lie in my head. I do the affirmations room for free and some of the work I do for free because the lie in my head was that you're only valuable if you're making this much money. So I had to do things that absolutely counteracted that. So then also uh, you're only valuable. You only have worth if you, um, if you have a child. And so then I said, okay, well, how can I, how can I pour into other children? How can I know that that's not true? How can I speak things over my life and over the lives of others to know that that's not true? Um, and that's really what this was born out of, just speaking into people. Um, starting my firm, Aurora Advising, was born out of, really, to be honest with you, um, a PTSD after working in government for so long. It's really difficult. You have to be made to do it. I believe that I am, but you can only take so much abuse uh, before you need to recuperate. So um, to, to talk about Disney and my Disney life, this is really my uh, Hakuna Matata time. You know, <laughs> I am recuperating and I'll be back to claim my kingdom. I have no um, disbelief in that. Uh, but right now I really needed to be poured into, I need to pour into people. I needed joy. I needed love at a time where it felt like that was impossible. Um, and so that's, that's where this is coming from. And, and I bring joy and love into the affirmations room, but I also bring it into the work that I do. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell right now, but thank you for asking that question. I really appreciate that. Uh, Absolutely. Like I, I wanted to get straight to it because I like feel the energy just like coming, coming off of, you know, out, out of you. I, um, it sounds like like you you are shedding old paradigms like you had no choice you had no choice but to shed these old paradigms and these old systems of what makes us valuable right and that's that's beautiful like that's that's i think that's a a rare percentage to be in on this earth so you've raised your vibration so high and now you're helping other people raise their vibrations above these these things that kind of keep us in this low frequency zone you know so Thank you for sharing that with us. That was absolutely man. Okay, I'm excited. Let's get into this. <laughs> Let's get into it. It's just it. the Let's intro, go. y'all. <laughs> They're not ready. They're not ready. I had to see you over there percolating. What you got? I was just in the audience listening. I felt like I was I was uh, logging into the daily affirmation session, and I was just listening and taking it all in. <laughs> well, I, I've, I've participated in the affirmations, and I gotta say. Devon, it's really interesting. We also had this conversation and something else I was in the other day and someone was also talking about just, you know, just uh, that ownership or stewardship and just all these different things that come into how we go about our day and how we feel with things. And I do think uh, the space that you're operating because it's allowed to just have like joy and like rejuvenation. You were in a, there was a, it wasn't the room I recently joined. It was maybe like mm-hmm. a month ago or so. But there was a woman who was just like, I needed this so badly. I just lost my job. And then you took like 10 minutes to just like go back and forth with her and like really just like tease it out yeah, and get like really real. And it was like full on like therapy. And honestly, you felt like she was going through something real deep and she needed that so badly. And you were right there for, but like, I could tell like everyone in the room was also taking it for themselves. And it just, it's wild to me because on the, on the front, you know, like the other day I come in and, you know, we're doing like battle rap <laughs> affirmations and it, you know, it, it's yeah. fun. It's like, it also brings like that joy. And it's like, we get to remember yeah. lyrics we haven't thought about in so long, but then there, that deeper element that then just comes in so quickly is almost like so surprising. And quite frankly, 
you know, I think sometimes I, I shy away from clubhouse because I do think people a lot of times are trying to be kind of extractive with their energy and like what they're trying to like take or like be like, I'm the owner of, or this is how you're going to make money. Whereas your room is literally the opposite of that. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know, I know you kind of said that you, you realize that, but I, I wonder to the degree that you do realize that because it's just, it's just pretty like flooring just to, just to be the comparison of jumping into your room and that energy. And then the jumping into like LLC, like <laughs> hustle, like, hustle, mm-hmm. like 1000 energy. I, I, do you remember that conversation? Yeah, I do remember that conversation. And I'll have you know that she, um, the next week came back to let us know that uh, she got a new job that paid better, that did better, that was better for her spirit. We have some people mm. who have not been in the affirmations room. They've spoke to me because they said, I, I haven't come back, not because I don't love it, but I got the new job I was asking for, or, you know, my, my partner and I are actually going to go through and get married and it's, it's working and we just haven't had time because we're planning our new life together. Or, um, you know, I've been spending more time with my grandparent and that's in the morning. So I haven't been able to pop in the morning affirmation. So I think I've been so surprised by planting the seeds, watering them and seeing how quickly they, they've, they're bearing fruit. Um, and you're right. I do start it off really light. Uh, we do have jovial conversations, uh, but I, I, I've come to understand that um, joy is not just uh, smiling. Love is not just the fun parts of love. It's not just the passion of love. Um, it's, it's also correction. One of my favorite um, scriptures um, in the Judeo-Christian Bible is that we mourn with those who mourn. I think we spend a lot of time, you know, when someone's sad trying to cheer them up, but we need to rest with that, right? Like it, we need to rest with people while they're mourning. Give people space to have a full range of emotions. This is really important to me um, for Black folks in particular because Black women um, are taught to be the strong Black women um, and and Black men um, are often made to be like very hard and we need to be soft. I deserve a full range of emotions. That young woman in the room that day deserved a full range of emotions. She doesn't deserve, and affirmations are not telling you to latch on to toxic positivity. It is about giving you a full range of emotions and equipping you with tools to understand that right now you can rest in this. And when you are ready and when it is time, then we can talk about making our reality match our truth, right? Um, wait, wait, wait. What, what, is, what is toxic positivity? Okay, so the way I would describe toxic positivity is um, this kind of thing where we, again, we ignore the full range of emotions. Um, It's that, oh, someone just died, but you know, it's going to be okay. It's going to be great. I'm moving on. It's sunshiny day. Um, A lot of times people will tell you, um, oh, things are bad, but they could be worse. Think about the poor little children in Africa. That's not real. Um, Lauren Hill says in the beginning of um, Adam Lives in Theory, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. We don't need to have a fake world in order to feel joy. There's plenty of pleasure and joy right here and now. Um, And there are plenty of emotions to feel besides just fleeting happiness. Um, And so trying to get people to move from what we call negative emotions, which I don't believe in those, but 
um, when we're angry, when we're sad, when we're frustrated, when we're confused, when we're despondent, the answer is not to just rush into pretending to be happy or only looking at the good. I, 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 I use a lot of analogies and so you'll see that throughout this, but again, back to Pixar and Disney, uh, the movie Inside Out illustrated this so beautifully for both children and adults. Sometimes sadness is what leads to joy. You have to be able to feel your, your, your sadness and your fear and your anger and your disgust to get to joy. And sometimes those emotions mix together and create a more complex emotion. And that's okay. What I'm trying to get people to understand is that that is okay. Uh, we were not created to be one dimensional. We are not flat. Um, and so pretending to be happy all the time or trying to, even if you're not pretending, but you're trying to force yourself into this happiness, you don't have to do that. It's okay to be frustrated that your 2020 didn't go the way it's planned. It's okay to be sad that you have a miscarriage. It is okay to mourn the loss of that child, to mourn the loss of the relationships that you've had. It is okay to be angry uh, and confused that you get fired from a job that you thought you were made for. Mm. Those things are okay. Um, and instead of trying to push forward and push through, uh, rest in those emotions, rest in your frustration. Um, give yourself a minute to think, give yourself a minute to own that, to have that and take that time and then we can talk about, like I said, making your, your, making the reality match your truth, but moving into toxic positivity for the sake of just being happy, for the sake of just putting a smile on your face. That ain't it, bro. That ain't it. Devon, do you think that the way that you're describing these daily affirmations and how folks are showing up mm -hmm. to me has a really religious valence? And you've even talked about, you, you know, you've quoted some scriptures in terms of toxic positivity Would this qualifies that I'm not super religious, but you can imagine coming from a black family. I have a lot of religious family members. <laughs> yep. The notion of what <laughs> the notion of when things go bad or they go sideways of it being part of God's plan. Yeah. That mm. seems to me like a, a, a very clearly a coping, you know, strategy there. Yeah. And it's, and it almost sounds like it's it's over it's oversimplifying the thing a little bit. Would that count as toxic positivity? Because I'm always I always kind of push back against that and be like, there's more complexity here, and it's okay to, like you said, sit in the feelings a little bit rather than mm -hmm. chalking it up as God's plan and that everything's going how it's supposed to go. Yeah. So some of the affirmations that I say will even feel that way, right? So I think it's about shifting the perspective on it. It's kind of like, um, I'll say, I'm exactly where I need to be. Now, on the surface, that can sound like toxic positivity, right? Like everything's going according to plan, but that's not exactly it. And that's also, even if things are, let's say using that phrase that our aunties and uncles use, that it's God's plan, right? Um, what a lot of people miss is that maybe in the plan is suffering, right? So they want to say it's God's plan because they're like, oh, it's all going to turn out good but maybe it won't. Have we ever considered that? Then maybe in God's plan, it's for like some of the stuff we do to fail. So I don't, I don't, I, I think that like the idea of adding like it's God's plan or even like the song with Drake, it's that God's plan means it's always going to be perfect at the end. Right. Right. But that ain't true. 
That's not true. And you know how we know it's true. I give this example, um, a sad example, maybe, um, but an example all the same. There was a young lady last year during the protest, and I cannot remember her name. And she was in Florida. She was a young black girl. And she was tweeting about her protesting experience. And she needed a ride or something to that effect. Well, long story short, um, a black man picks her up. Um, she's like, I- I'm thankful. Like, I'm thankful that the Holy Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit's watching over me. And he ended up raping and killing her. And I posted about this online and saying, you know, it's, this really hurts me because I remember praying the same prayer when I was kidnapped and I was gang raped. I remember praying, God, you know, help me come save me. And I had a friend of mine say, well, I prayed that same prayer too. And God protected me. So I don't know, you know, what prayer you were praying. And, And I'm like, look, listen, you know, listen to me. You don't, you don't have a better connection with God than I do. Right. What are you talking about? That, that young lady didn't have any kind of a different connection than I did and than you did. Um, and we have to learn how to reconcile that. And a lot of people want to reconcile it by saying, well, it was just in God's plan. We don't want to rest with our uncertainty about how the universe works. We don't want to rest in our uncertainty that sometimes terrible, terrible things happen to really great people. We don't want to rest in the uncertainty that sometimes we as human beings really harm each other. And it's not a part of some great master plan. It's you choosing to do bad things to your fellow humans or to the planet or right. to, you know, the unit like that exists. And so I, I tell that to people and we talk about that in morning affirmations for the culture. We talk about how, um, Every day is not good. It doesn't feel good. Every day is not some juicy, like when I think of goodness, I think of like a peach on an August afternoon uh, when the sun is setting and perfectly sweet and juicy. Every day ain't like that. Sometimes it's watermelon that's not ripe enough. Sometimes that's that's sometimes a day is a cracked egg, right? Um, And I I don't lie to people. I don't lie to people. I'm not lying to myself. I mean, I ain't lying to nobody else. I don't even lie good. Okay, let me just tell you, I can't lie good. So don't ask me to lie. I'm the worst person. If you you need somebody to lie to you, you're gonna have to go somewhere else because I don't I don't have it in me. I will tell you that life sometimes really just sucks. And um I don't know the reason for me losing my child. I don't know the reason for for um, you know, I literally don't know the reason why I was fired. I don't know why I've been sexually assaulted. I don't know why that's my journey. Um, but what I do know. Is that what I get to? What I get to do, what I have the privilege of doing, is um, is telling that story and using it as ways to connect with my fellow, you know, human. I love to be able to connect with people, and these are different ways that I get to connect with folks. And I do not, I do not lie to them. I, I don't pretend like it's always going to be okay, and that that even it'll get better. That's the thing. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes a specific situation does not get better and it dies. It dies on the vine. And that's that uh, may not seem like it's um, affirmative, but in the end, it really in the end, it does. You know, we, we get back around to it. We pour into people who are in the room. And I do that in my real life, too. I do that with my clients. Um, I let them know that addressing racism in your company is not an easy task. Um, addressing racism in your in your church, not easy. Um, it's not going to feel fun all the time. It's not going to make you feel the warm and fuzzies that that you are a white person who's decided to like black people. That's not going to feel good all the time. Um, and so, yeah, I, I remind people this is not easy, but but it's worth being done. Hard things are hard, but it's worth being done. You're giving me like Lao Tzu vibes for sure. Lao like, Zou. like just this concept of he's the author of Tao Te Ching, which is a um, spiritual text. 
a lot of the theme is about not resisting, not, not in the way that we understand non-resistance, mm. you know, but like not like understanding like every blade of grass is exactly where it needs to be, mm. that there is dark, there is light, there is good, there is bad. That's the reality that we live in. We can't control much, but we can control our reaction to certain things. Not that we're, and it complicates things for, you know, people like us who are not resisting often means we get trampled over, you know? Come on. You know, so it's like, it, it's, a, it's a complicated thing for me to try to learn and understand what this means to not resist things mm-hmm. or to understand that the enemy exists because we've made it an enemy or that the, the more power you put into resisting something, the more powerful you make that thing that you are resisting. If you're able to yield to things, you're able to flow like water. They call it the way. Yeah. Tao Te Ching is, is the way be able to flow with it right Um, and it's been something powerful that I've had to learn as well of uh because we want to control things especially if you're in a position where you know growing up I couldn't control a lot of the things around me so it's like as an adult it's like okay I'm in a bigger body now I want to control things I control my destiny I'm gonna make this day go the way I want it to go I'm gonna make this job do this do that that's an illusion though Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we shouldn't be proactive and, and do what we can do. That's important as well. We don't lay over and just die. It's not like that, but it's, there's a lot of power to being able to yield to expectation and yield to attachment, right? Of uh, mm. what we want so bad of even these old, these paradigms and these systems that you're challenging, a lot, like when I say you're in a rare percentage, a lot of people never get to that point in life where they're not striving for these things we're told is valuable. Mm. Imagine what that does to your spirit. Your whole life, you're being told, this is what makes you valuable. This is what you have to do. If you're not this, then you're, some, something's wrong with you or something's wrong with your spirit or something's wrong with your connection with God. Like imagine what Jeez. that does to your spirit. Some people never yeah. break free of that. Absolutely. You know, so I feel like what what you're doing is facilitating, you're facilitating people's spirit back to the, the ultimate reality, the multi-sensory mm-hmm. reality, not just the five the five senses that we hold in this form. Mm-hmm. Like we we are just a spirit having a human experience, you know. So what does that what is reality really? Except yes, you know these these social constructs that people build for us that we we're supposed to live within, you know, that's conflicting, and we yeah. feel it. Something doesn't feel quite right when you're striving for for validation or to be valuable in a society that we know how how what America was built on. Our bad. We know what reality they've built for us or tried have tried to, right? Absolutely. But anyway, yeah, you're 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 giving me like Tao Te Ching vibes, Lao Tzu vibes. Yeah, I, that really is that Bruce Lee? I feel like Bruce Lee flow flow like water. Is that Bruce Lee too? Does he just subscribe? It to is that? Bruce Lee. That yeah, that he he uh, I'm sure is a student of many spiritualities, but especially Tao Te Ching. Yeah, I um be water, be water. It's interesting to me because it reminds me. I was telling this story in Clubhouse the other day that when I was a kid, there was a book in the Bible that I hated, if you can believe it. Um, and it was Ecclesiastes, and I used to think it's so mean and it's so 
it's so sad and because one of the things it says over and over again is everything is vapor or the Hebrew word hevel, hevel, hevel. It's smoke, it's vapor. Um, and, you know, Ecclesiastes will talk about like, everybody's gonna die. It don't matter if you're rich or poor, you're gonna die. <laughs> it's just like, really? I'm like, God, <laughs> And now as an adult, it, it has finally clicked for me that yeah, life is vapor. And that it, it feels like you can hold on to it, but you actually can't. That it's temporary, that it can move this way or that, that the way it moves is often unpredictable to the human eye. Um, even though there are actual scientific forces acting upon it. Um, and when I started looking at my life like vapor, and I realized that no matter what, this is my time. I have an amount of time to get things done or not. That just released me, <laughs> right? Um, I started feeling like there were so many possibilities and I couldn't get caught up in a this is the way I'm going to do it. And I'm going to push everything out of my way so I can get things done. And I just realized that I am, um, I call myself a fractal mm. because um, I am an infinite repeating pattern in a finite space. My spirit is infinite. My spirit is connected um, mm. to you, to God, to the God in you. And the good in the God in me repeat and repeat and repeat. And I have the ability to do infinite things, but I have a finite space in which to do it, just like a fractal. And so um, what, I, what I do with that, as I say, all I want to do is be a fractal of good. I want to be a fractal of good. I want to bring God glory. I want to enjoy this life. I want to love other people and I want to love myself. And when you figure that out, then it, the possibilities become endless. And it doesn't mean I have to work for this person. I have to get this thing done. Then it becomes, well, whatever opportunity fits, then that's what I'll do. It becomes, yeah, I'm a lawyer, but I think I'm going to start battle rapping. <laughs> yeah, I live in Houston, but I think I'm going to spend six months in St. or you know, six weeks in St. Louis. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm just, I'm just loving people and letting people love me and just, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a release. Losing my job last year was was really a release. I feel I didn't feel that at the time. I got pulled over for the first time in my life that day. I literally, with with all the knowledge I have of uh, police brutality, mm. I cussed that police officer smooth out. I used child. My mama was on the phone, and he said, "My mom said you need to be quiet. You need to be quiet." I mean, I'm literally leaving the office after getting fired, driving to my apartment building, getting pulled over as I'm pulling into the parking garage. And I am screaming. The man says, you need to listen to your mom. I said, keep my mama's mother name out your mouth. I'm going off, y'all. Go, going crazy. Uh, I'm, and I'm alive. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> I don't believe, I can't believe it. Um, much to my mother's uh, surprise, my mom, I don't think right. at that point, my mother had really heard me say more than two cuss words in my entire life. Um, but I, I really did. And that was one of the worst days of my life. Uh, but today I can look and say like, yo, like I had that emotion. I deserve to have the emotions that I had. I deserve to have, um, to be able to respond however I wanted to respond um deal with the consequences of that and now look I'm I don't know I'm free y'all I ain't never been this free 
I, I ain't never been this free. And it's a good, it's beautiful. It's a good feeling to be able to be this free and to help other people, especially other Black women in films, mm. uh, be able to get free too. Uh, another thing we do, we don't do it in the morning affirmations room, but uh, I walk through the book Pussy Prayers with um, those who identify with that book title. Um, it has been great helping people walk through how to love themselves by using um, our pussies as analogy and in a very literal sense, um, talking about our bodies in that way. Um, it's been freeing. It's so good to, to help people learn about who they are. And honestly, I'm considering going back to school to be a sex therapist for sexual assault survivors. Mm. Um, I love, love, love talking about sex. Um, Me too, girl. I be telling these boys all the time. I'm like, let's talk about sex. <laughs> it's my favorite topic. Devon, we need to have you back. We need to do a whole other episode on that. I don't I don't want to. We, we've had such a great vibe on just this, but we're bringing you back. Let's. I'll be trying, D. I'll be trying. Eddie hasn't even been on a date in a year. He's he's living at home. <laughs> we, we gotta we gotta talk about this. Wow, talking talking about blowing up my spot, Farb. Okay, all right. There's more there's more to that story, but we're not gonna go into it right now. We'll we'll do it in part yeah, we'll, two we'll, with we'll, you. We'll talk about sex next time. Um, but yeah, so I'm 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 going on. I'm enjoying this journey. I'm having a great time. I'm learning how to affirm people, affirm myself, and the phrase that I constantly use is always make our reality match our truth. Make your reality match your truth. Um, that's what we affirm. That's what we do affirmations for because things are true in the universe, um, whether the reality reflects it. A perfect example of this um, that I think is pretty easy to understand is that Black people's value, uh, we are worth just as much as other people, okay? We, we are just as worthy as other people. Period. Statistics, um, our prison system, what's that man's name? Donald Trump, you know, they met- McDonald Trump. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's his name. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I, I remember know him. him. Um, you know, I, I am an <laughs> abolitionist, but I think that baby may be on his way to jail, lift it up in prayer uh but yeah so like I <laughs> these people may say that that is not reality the things that they say those statistics may say that it is not reality that black people are worthy but that's still um but that's still the truth so yeah that's where I'm that's where I'm at making helping people understand that reality and truth are not always the same so it is my goal to help people understand that you can make uh we can do work to help people understand that like the truth can become reality if that makes sense. Yeah. You put on Absolutely. you put on your glasses far, but like I'm gonna think about this. It's something I'm gonna think. Can manifest that. <laughs> yeah. Get, 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 get I serious. have to say before we yeah. wrap it up, I just have to say like literally I wanna say the words congratulations Thanks. on your freedom. Thank you. To feel free finally is a huge statement that we shouldn't just pass over. So congratulations and thank you for using your freedom, your experience, your light, your wisdom, your brilliance to help liberate others. Absolutely. And thank you um, for, for seeing it. Sometimes you can feel like, um, and especially like the Leo in me is like, do people see me? Do they see me? Um, and so I feel seen and I'm, I'm really grateful. I'm grateful to be able to, to do it and on my Harriet Tubman vibes, like, come on, y'all, let's go. Let's go. Like, it just, man, I so desperately, I can't tell you, I can feel it in my stomach. You know, I feel it, that it doesn't have to be this way. 
Um, we don't have to live this way. We don't have to live this way. And so I remind people, um, just to, as we're closing out, one of my favorite affirmations to say is from um, Emily Sande's song um, called Extraordinary Being. And one of the first like lines in the song is, you are what God imagined. Mm. Yeah, can you just think about that for a second? Like what, whoever, you, whoever you think of as the, or whatever you think of as the creator of the universe or the universe itself, the universe imagined you. What? God imagined me? Mm. I was I was in an imagination and, and then I became that's amazing um so I remind I remind my people of that you that's who you are um and I tell them every day I say that every single day I said if nobody's told you today I love you I really love you and I mean it I look at each person's face when I say it on the on the clubhouse screen and I say it because I mean it um and yeah, we're just trying to get free. That's it. That's all you're trying to do.